0: Hello, yes, this is Danhausen here. Danhausen, this is for Shooting the
1: Breeze with Bash and James Hausen. Yes, a podcast, a wrestling podcast of some sort based in the UK. It's quite nice. Danhausen's here to give you a very nice, very valuable shout out of some sort. And also, you, Danhausen's wishing you the powers to knock out the breeze horse that is war horse in disguise, Danhausen thinks. He's not quite sure. But he also is uh, shooting the breeze with the breeze horse. So. You must defeat him, he's
2: evil. Anyways, love that Danhausen. Good luck.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we are live and we are back after a very long stretch. Um, it's definitely
2: been a good chunk of time. Um, I, was, I was, looking, I was tweeting out prior to recording this. I think it's got to have been a year and a half, maybe longer. Really that long? Yeah, it's been a good while. <sighs> I would say welcome back to shooting the breeze with Bash and James But I think it's now going to be a name change and a, co- a complete overhaul So I think I'll just say wel- welcome back to the show
1: Yeah, uh, welcome back Until
2: <laughs> we come up with a
1: name <laughs> Yeah, a new name, probably um, Yeah, it's been a long time, has not it? So hope everybody's uh, alright and things have been going well
2: yeah, um, I've
1: got another kid. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Cheers,
2: mate. Uh, yeah, so busy.
1: Yeah, I can hear you in the background. Yeah. But yeah. to
2: be a part of the podcast? <laughs> to be fair, the eldest has been in the past. She's dressed on, So I, I won't put it past her.
1: <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it's been a while... Old a wild ride recently it's uh i just preface it like we have been watching wrestling it's just we haven't kind of like got together to record because life kind of got in the way but um i think it has uh,
2: it has been a bit hectic for all of us (laughs) um
1: i think we'll come back semi-regularly yeah i think like uh every like Two months probably, round about that.
2: I'd say try and do it a little bit more regular than that, even if we just cover the pay per views.
1: Yeah, unless there's something but, like urgent d- that needs to be covered, I guess. Hopefully, we'll come back like semi regularly.
3: Yeah, if, see how it
2: goes. See how yeah. we all, uh, like I says, it's been a very long time since we've all done this, so it's good to be back. Yeah, definitely good to be back.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Definitely. It's not like we haven't got anything to talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I you? Oh, to
1: talk about. Yeah, <laughs> but, I, I guess we just need to cover the recent
2: stuff. Yeah, I'd go with recent, cause if, we, if we tried to sit here and cover a year and a half's worth of uh, stuff, I think it'd be a lot of Google searches, and the show would probably be about five hours long.
1: Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: and to be fair, three-quarters of that would probably be me just talking about Tony totally Khan wasting money on talent he's never going to use. And then it, just naming them off.
3: Yeah, it's,
1: it's just been a weird ride, isn't it? I guess. Most uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, but um, let me um, go from the... Uh, give me two seconds. I'm just going to check something. And then mm-hmm. I'll call you back alright. I'll gotta check if this is recording properly. Oh okay. Two no seconds. Problem at all. Two seconds. I'll call you back. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Just a little little break. I'm just trying to <laughs> check if this is actually recording. It's been a long time, so I just need to check everything's in place and records properly. So um, I won't be long. Okay. Cool. Carry on. I'm just gonna see where the call is. I'll call you back in two seconds. That's fine. Cool. Bye. 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 Hey, we're back. Sorry, I was uh, just double checking. It was actually you know the that the audio will come through. So yeah, um, the big Netflix deal. So they're off to the telly, uh, next year in twenty. Is it twenty twenty five? Yeah, I think it's yeah.
2: literally January first, twenty
1: twenty five. So is, is it all shows? And all pay-per-views, or is it just the shows? Because I'm not sure. Because I heard Michael Cole saying commentary, like, it was just show shows. So...
2: Well, the WWE Network, as far as i are aware, is getting discontinued. Therefore, I'd imagine that it'll be Raw and the pay-per-views and the catalogue. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to put I think... The live stuff, I've never actually seen something live streams. I know I said it was going to be a
1: live stream on Netflix, but that storage of catalogs going to be a lot of stuff to implant into Netflix. Yeah. It'd and... just be like the Disney Plus layer, wouldn't it? Like, where, like. Yeah, 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 the section. Sorry. Star
2: Wars has got its own section, Marvel's got its own section, so I just imagine that there'll be a WWE section.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just think that they're just like they got paid a lot of money. Let's just say that like five, five billion
2: for 10 years,
1: 10 years, and then five years if it doesn't work out, Netflix can pull out. Is that what I've read? But I doubt that's going to happen because you know,
2: I can't see that happening to be honest. Bro, I
1: think, can you answer?
2: No, I, I was just going to say, like. I've read a lot of stuff online saying, oh, you know, that's it. It's going to kill the viewings. It's going to uh, kill the numbers because it's on a a, a streaming platform. I look at it completely the opposite way. I'm like, Netflix is arguably the biggest streaming platform in the world. It's the first one that got it right. And I, I think it's going to be absolutely incredible going yeah. to be a money saver as well, so I think. Oh well, yeah, and to hike the price of
0: Netflix
3: up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: probably, probably, yeah. Sure. No, it is fucking, no, I'm paying nearly 20 quid now, so I, don't, I expect it to have been probably go up with the 5 billion deal, you know what I mean? i well, the money back somehow,
2: but then again, I suppose Netflix is going to get like, well, they're going to be making money off. How Netflix... What they're gonna be getting money from, like what is it gonna be the revenue for Netflix? Are they gonna be getting money off WWE sales? Are they going to be getting numbers off who's watching? I don't. I, that's the one aspect of it I don't fully understand.
1: because uh, there's no ads, is there? They said there's no ads as well, which is no. interesting. And I'm like, okay, so how do both sides make revenue? Is it? Th- it's probably through subscriptions, then, because they realise that. WWE been, has a lot of fans all over the world and to get a reach into all those fans and have them have a Netflix subscription which arguably if you want the best subscription is going to cost you here is 20 quid over there or any other place it might be like 20 dollars or 15 dollars or whatever I think it's subscription revenue because they can see it's a, a week-to-week you know storyline base driven thing and it's continuous it doesn't stop does it like pro wrestling doesn't end there's there's end to stories but there's never end to the overall story
2: yeah the actual product itself
1: yeah so they got a continuous like tv thing which just goes on and on and on and on and on, and on and i get what I you're know. saying
2: it's like if you like i don't know you, netflix bought a series they're, they're not just buying say i don't know five seasons of stranger things they're yeah. buying something that can potentially
1: last forever yeah they're buying the longest running tv show that was ever created that yeah. way. so you know i think it's uh i think for me, it's interesting because I've been a network subscriber since day one, so it'd be interesting to see how they um, compensate that move. And I'm kind of thinking, like, I was thinking about, that. Like, you know, Peacock in America, how do they kind of parlay into this? Uh,
2: uh, as far as I'm aware, I think it's all staying on Peacock for them.
1: Go on, James. Honey.
2: Yeah, just... I think I agree with everything across the board. Surely it's got to
0: be subscriptions. It's, I would imagine that it'll be like an addition, so it might be like nine ninety nine at the moment. But if you want the, I imagine the package it as like a sports entertainment package, it then goes up to twelve ninety nine and they split the costs. How many people have got the WWE network that don't have Netflix at the moment that will then move across? Yeah, that's interesting. Go um, but... so have a look at it, but then. It's. Are they are they buying everything or are they just buying the WWE live? Because there's a lot of like a lot of independent shows that are on there. A lot of like the old kind of. I don't know if you watch like the round table things and like some of their documentaries. Are they all moving across as well, or is it just like the main programs? And then the rest of that I'll just. I'm th-
2: not th- sure.
0: I
1: think That's, it's going to be a transition, and it like...
2: like I think it's going to start with Raw, and then go from there. Like like. This is the one thing I was disappointed at. I don't know if you had a chance, but after uh, the Royal Rumble, obviously they did the the press conference, Triple H was asked questions, which we'll touch upon later, but one person, literally one person, asked about the Netflix deal, and they literally went, oh, congratulations on the Netflix deal. Um, Are you excited? And Triple H was like, well, yeah, you know, it's obviously the biggest deal ever. But then no one's touched upon what exactly it's going to entail and what... Netflix are going to get, and where everything else is going to be viewable. Because if the networks getting discontinued, then where can you watch NXT? Where can you watch the pay per views? Where can you watch SmackDown? Where's the catalog going?
1: I Where's think probably, the professional's going. I think they're probably working out the kinks, and it within that deal right now. I think it's just uh, one of those things where it's like you know it says raw for now but you know like I think when Michael Cole on Smackdown said all the shows are going to Netflix I think it's kind of like they're kind of like going to bundle everything together hopefully it will take a time it'll take time for them to move everything over it's just when and it's like how quick can Netflix obviously move everything over so but I guess we'll see how it goes because like obviously Um, Keep in mind,
2: they've got to also edit Vince out of everything ever. So that's itself (laughs) going to take time as well.
1: Well, if you want to kind of go through that now, because we're on this, I'm talking about it already. I mean, there's been a lot of uh, allegations against him, and he's uh, heard he's been a very naughty boy. Naughty boy. Yeah, as um, they would say in uh, Monty Python. Uh, To be honest, it's. I think we you were talking about like, for me, it's like billionaires don't have a sense of a moral compass, so it's uh...
2: No, they can't have a normal life, they can't have, a, the, the kind of, the normal would be just completely boring and mundane to them, so they have to do this really fucked up shit to get off, and unfortunately it looks as though that's what's happened. We have already said prior to recording that we're not going to delve into it too much, Everybody who would be listening to this has probably already seen everything that needs to be seen on Twitter, the screenshots, the text messages, the actual allegation itself, the, um, you know, the documents submitted to the police, detailing what had happened, which was pretty disgusting. Um,
1: yeah, for me, it's taking advantage of somebody that's vulnerable as well. It's not the the whole. You know the allegations are really serious. Don't get me wrong. I mean trafficking and you know statutory rape, booking, chucking in jail, and it's you know obviously it's. Uh, I just hope she gets believed because you know what America's like and you know well most of like the world with misogyny is kind of like you know, but just the whole NDA thing it's a bit, a bit sketch. You know? He
2: screwed himself over with the NDA because the only reason that this was able to come to light was because. She signed an NDA, and the premise of that was... I think Vince had to pay her a mil um, every year, whatever, five years. And he literally paid for one year. Then didn't fork up the money for the next piece. So then, of course, the NDA becomes null and void... ...because he's not kept his part of the bargain as such. So she's allowed, she's been able to come forward. And now, realistically... She's going to walk away with a lot more than five mil. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. It
3: just it is, and it's it's such an abuse of power and a horrible situation to be in. And just what you mentioned there, like it adds
0: to what you mentioned at the beginning about that kind of feeling of them being untouchable. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: not in any word, in any shape or form, should he ever be in a situation where he's got to pay someone to keep them quiet. But for the money that he's got, a million pounds, he's probably never going to see that come out of his
2: account. No, you
1: wouldn't notice that. Yeah, for, like, for us, like it's. Finding a yeah, yeah, it's like 30p, you know what I mean? Like loose change to us. <laughs> and it's like, you know, how silly can you get? You know what I mean? It's it's going to go one of it two ways. It's either he's going to prison or he's going to pay a, more than a fucking million dollars in it this time. It's probably going to be Central like half a course. bill or something. So, sell out
2: of court, she'll walk away with a couple hundred <laughs> mil she'll get a huge
0: amount of money knocked around. I've her as well. Whatever she gets for every penny that she gets is deserved. It's, obviously, it's allegations. allegation. We understand that. It's, it's very, very obvious that something has gone on.
1: I think the but issue is that there is some evidence as well. It's not just an, an allegation. Is there? Yeah, if there wasn't the text messages or, like, you know, if there wasn't text messages or she might have, some people might have video evidence or something like that. If there is kind of evidence around those lines then it is, you know, a bit sketchy.
2: And you saw a lot of people close to Vince over the last year and a half literally make a very quick exit I mean, I mean, I, look, I, like, I love the fact that Shane McMahon came forward and he said, like, basically he goes, I took myself out of this equation and I distanced yeah. myself from him because, and similar with Stephanie, they were aware that there was an issue they just didn't know to the extent of how bad it was so they have wisely kind of you know moved away and kind of even Triple H when TKO first took over WWE Vince was outed um,
3: because of the initial investigation then he managed to buy his way back in but Triple H voted against him coming back into power now that itself to me speaks
2: volumes yeah, and it's it, and it's
0: not something that's out of the blue. Although they'd like it's a very obvious situation, it's not out of the blue because these are things that have happened and they've cropped up. But how many times have we seen it? Oh god! Because if it's against been, Vince or it's been been with stuff since the 80s <laughs> Always like every time, we've had, like there's some sort of it's just centered around. Controversy, and this has happened, and obviously this is the first time that there's been real, like, hard evidence, and it does look like he's in a lot of serious trouble. And I do hope he gets the book thrown at him, but it's not like it's not completely out of the blue. It's like it's probably it's probably less of a shock than it should be. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I know it's less of a shock, but this time it's it's the actual just the just uh, the evidence any, I think the evidence I think it's the depravity out. of it and yeah. Yeah. what he's
2: actually done like, well sorry no what he's
1: been accused of doing yeah what he's been it's, accused of doing yeah. this is something kind of that can land you in prison for a long time it's not like the steroid
2: scandal it's like okay you own a company full of muscly men and they're taking steroids shock horror
1: that's not you know. your fault yeah you can yeah, be like, you be know, like oh that's, that's personal responsibility yeah, yeah this centers around his personal responsibility on like you know coercing a person to do things that really like you know shouldn't be all a bit messed up but it's like that's like kind of take it to an extreme level of. there was some uh, degrading difficulty.
2: and horrible stuff in there and to be
1: honest John Lauren Otis, it, it, it seems as though it was empty there yeah it seems like it's two of them and not others kind of like I, I just wonder how many more skeletons are in the closet you know what I mean it's Lots I, d- more I don't think it's just CK that company Could
2: it be cleaning house at the moment yeah I
1: don't think it's that just that company I think it's like the whole wrestling industry in general you know what i mean needs to take note and start a safeguarding around not just employees who are not workers that like, i mean like wrestlers in the sense of workers but you know just general employees that work in companies that needs to be like um i remember cody and i think it was the press conference somebody asked him about it and then he mentioned that like you know there should be some sort of safeguarding for employees and but yeah that's i don't really want to dwell on it yeah because say you i mean can't until we know people.
2: more or until he's you know had his day in court and he's proven either innocent or guilty i think it's best at the moment that everyone you can watch it unfold on twitter
1: um, yeah come from watch it unfold in real time
2: yeah you can well yeah like triple h just you <laughs> know just he 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 found out what everyone else found out he watched it unravel in real time i think it's best to do because you know to not land ourselves in trouble or not give out any information that might not be 100% correct or perhaps giving out opinions on it that other people might not agree with. It's one of those subjects that's best to kind of be worked around. So um, obviously we'll cover any updates on it, but I would recommend to anybody listening that they take it upon themselves to watch it unravel as we are.
1: Yeah and uh the rock is the actual head of the table
2: uh he is he's also triple h's boss technically
1: yeah technically yeah i think (laughs) um but i do like the thing of like triple h was at the press conference saying there's somebody there who understands the product that you can go back and forth with i think that's a good thing oh yeah because like imagine if it was just a board of people who they know about UFC, but UFC is a different kettle of fish and it to pro wrestling.
2: Or if it was somebody bad in charge and then it was filled with a room full of yes men, then the product's going to suffer.
1: Yeah, I think The Rock will know like, what the product needs and how they can deliver it to WWE. And it's good that like, Triple H and Rock have that bond in it. So they can obviously speak to each other in layman's terms. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah he, he like Roman can call himself the head of the table all he wants I mean uh, the rock's actually sitting on the table Roman's the head of the kiddie table now yeah <laughs> He's been moved across but I do like I, what you just said
0: <laughs> yeah James mate like the best sense is I think WWE has been filled with yes man Vince will say what's going to happen that kind of what happens and that's I'd be right, like, with the exception of the attitude era, why probably the mid two thousands seen so many people drop off watching the product, and yeah. now I think they've got someone that Triple H. Every six months something happens that causes Triple H a headache, but he's now got someone that he can put his ideas forward for, and he knows that at that table someone's going to actually
1: back That's them. Familiar. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I think as well. What makes it good? I mean, the one one of the reasons I am not the biggest rock fan in the world. One of my main reasons for that was I didn't like the the fact that he'd come in, then leave, come in, then leave. I didn't like the inconsistency. I didn't like him when I was growing up. Still not a big fan of it now. Now that he's taken on this role for the next ten years or so, he is involved in WWE. He is going to be there. Perhaps in a different capacity, but if he was to come in and have a match, then it's not going to be like, oh, he's just going to go off and do another film. It's like, no, he's going to go back and work in the offices. He's going to make the product better. And I, you know, I'd rather have him do that than just come back for a month and win a title and then disappear. Well, his, his interest is
0: always going to be with the product now. He will still probably go off and make programs and stuff and do whatever else he's doing, but ultimately the heart of what he does, his decisions are going to be sitting with what's best for business in terms of WWE. Yeah, it's not going to be, oh, can I come to WWE because of
2: um, my filming schedule? It's going to be, can I go film because of my WWE schedule? It's going to be, the role's going to be reversed. His priorities are going to have changed. And... And if his priority is WWE... Then cool, I'm on board with it. I don't think you're going to get Roman versus Rock at this year's WrestleMania, but I think that you will get it next year. But if he's around, then build on it. You know,
1: build up a, a year long, you know, story. I mean, they literally can do the head of the table story. Like,
2: a belt's not needed for that.
1: Yeah, that's no, what I mean. definitely not. But they can do that story because, like, like in legit, like legit real life Rockies at the head of you know the probably the Anoa'i family isn't it? right now, considering like you know where he's at in the stage of not his not his career as a wrestler, but a career as a, you know a um, board member. Oh well,
2: yeah, I mean I didn't see this coming. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not think... I'm all for it though.
1: I think it was just a crazy seven days. The most craziest seven days you can think of that in this decade, pro wrestling probably had. It was
2: mad when you think about it. You had a pay per view. You had the Vince stuff. You had Rock joining the board at TKO. Um, you well you had.
1: We had well, the Royal Rumble Yeah, uh, so we had the we had the Royal Rumble. I mean i'm gonna say it now that if the like you know the royal rumble it was great this year but if the women don't main event next year it's going to be a trap like a travesty i think i'm calling i'm calling my shot um the royal rumble the royal rumble main event for next year will be the women's royal rumble you reckon i'm calling it now i mean the only way i want to be it as a main event
3: is if tamina wins <laughs> because my love for her is
1: not <laughs> <laughs> No, I think she was just <laughs> not, not doing anything. I just I'm surprised she wasn't in the rumble. To be honest, like, she normally pops up in it and she does a spot. I mean, the like, R Truth spot, incredible. I love it. Oh my, God, God. R Truth. The best thing about the so, so funny. The it's just 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 the funniest. of funny when it comes into like the women's rumble and right? it's like, what are you doing here? And I, oh my God, it was just—it's so brilliant. I just—it's when, he, when he's
2: uh, backstage uh, shouting at uh, what's his, uh, what's the uh, GM's name?
1: Oh, Nick Owl or Adam Pearce. No, 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 Adam no, is the other one. Pearce. Uh, Pearce. he's there like is there arguing? He's asking
2: Pierce where his hair's gone. I was like,
1: what? What made him <laughs> say that? Oh, my favorite thing is when I try and chuck him out. And they're like, oh, this is the, <coughs> like he's trying to tell him that it's the women's rumble. No, man, no. <laughs> you telling me oh, it's 20, the women's rumble? 20. When he goes into the men's and he tries to get Dominic to tag him in. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> so <laughs> great. Comedy gold. <laughs> he's just just um like like I did like since the twenty four seven stuff I I think he fell off but now he's just like, you just slide him into like any type and you can see like like people literally really cracking up like like he's really like making them laugh like Damien Priest like, literally, I think in the promo he did on Raw it was like laughing like even though he like truth got attacked or whatever but it was just he was literally laughing and like cracking up like in real life like on talking about our truth like it's just being nice it's just so funny it's just incredible it must be as good
0: as it is it must be so difficult to work with just specifically for that because i wouldn't be able to keep a straight face if i was trying to cut a promo with him backstage
1: no and the whole money stuff i'm like oh my god this was great he's like, trying to put the money in the money in the bank briefcase. It's like what's well, the password <laughs> 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 it's just brilliant. I mean, like. You do know how it's all gonna end, though. It's gonna end. Up yeah, again. we all, all the know. Truth versus. Yeah, of course we all know. We all know. We it's gonna end. But like, you just enjoy the ride with our truth. That's all you need to do.
2: And I'm not gonna lie. If you want a good feel-good moment for say night one.
1: Have our um, truth win the tag titles? Yeah,
2: have truth and this win the tag titles.
1: I mean, uh yeah, the women's world rumble was like surprise yeah. after surprise after surprise after surprise. I mean,
2: not one legend in sight. In yeah, rumble, which yeah. I, was happy with. I think the
1: best, that, the best thing was Bailey at the press conference. She kind of pointed that out, and I was like, okay. I was like, you didn't realise it till she. I didn't realise it she pointed it out. It was like 30 women on their roster and not a legend inside. And I was like, that's brilliant. It shows how deep the roster is. And like, you know, I, even though they had like one surprise, I mean, it was great to have um, Jordan Grace turn up. I mean, I think she had a, a great showing as well. I mean, if Triple, H, if Triple H ain't looking at her when her contract's up, he must be off his rocker.
0: He, she, he has to be knocking around the... The way that she came in And it wasn't even When she came out I was I was impressed I was quite surprised Like I was very pleasantly surprised But then I thought Is this going to be Because I don't think If I remember right I don't think anyone had been eliminated Up to that point I thought is this going to be a case Of she's going to come into the ring Eliminated straight away And they're going to Essentially shut on TNA again But she had like a, a Solid run She was in there for a fair while And she managed to have like A couple of just standalone spots as well
1: Yeah I did like the whole Like thing with Naomi I and mean, the hook and it was like because okay, I was like I watched their match at TNA and you kind of like understand the that history there. So I thought that was nice, like a little uh, you know, call back and then obviously they went at each other. I think she had a lot of good like if she does come in, uh, at some point, she's got a lot, a lot of stories built up. I think um uh, the Jade Cargill as well, debut, I mean I called it I called it like With you in the pub, I was like, mate, she's debuting in the Royal Rumble. And um, look what happened. And she was in the final three as well, which was... The
2: one thing I'll say about Jordan Grace, uh, and I was talking to um, a friend of ours, a friend of the podcast, uh, Corden. She looked, like, she didn't look out of place. She looked very comfortable in there. Um, To be fair, the same could be said for Cargill and Jordan Grace. Both of them looked comfortable Mm -hmm. in there um they both had some big moments they both had some i mean jordan grace got a bigger pop than i thought as soon as people realized who it was
1: they did recognize her, which is good yeah and the main thing with cargo and me is that she kept the music from aew yeah, i think did. a lot of people didn't notice that little, like you know tidbit. Like, I thought they were changing music or something like that, but when she came out to that music, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. And like, the stories she's got already got in story with Nia Jax already because she's kicked out of the Rumble, and then obviously with Becky and Liv. And you know, it was great to see Liv back as well. I think it's going to take her some time to kind of get back to where she was because of the whole weed thing, but you know, you've got to pay your dues, is it, after something like that? But um, it was nice touching to see her back.
2: The, touching upon the winning Rumble. Okay, I can't be the only one who has not know Becky Lynch. She's getting dangerously thin. Uh, I don't looking
3: know. looking quite gaunt. And it. it I, I, don't know. I just don't think she looks good at the moment. Oh. Yeah, I can see. I
0: can. I can see what you mean. Um, it looks like it's gone a bit more. I suppose if she, she was so athletic before. Not that she's now, but then obviously she had a baby and stuff. I can I can see
1: what you mean. I think
0: it's um, just, just
1: getting she's pretty much just getting into shape, isn't it? Because obviously, you know, the Royal Rumble's not easy it's not an easy match, is it? I mean you got to give, give props I, to Bailey. I mean oh, called the Roy Roy shot, was. bro. called the shot and she won it. And then But who's she gonna face though?
2: Is she gonna go after Rhea or is she going after
1: Rhea? Uh see that's the thing, isn't it? It's kind of like I think it's going
2: to be EO. Personally. I think it's EO, yeah. Okay. And then it's going to be a babyface Bailey run. I prefer as
0: like, the heel. I'm just looking at it now. There's every chance and this is a bold statement across both and walls. It could go down as one of the best performances ever. She was in there for an hour and three minutes and she eliminated seven people.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone out. I know Gunther went
2: the long distance last
1: year. I think it's um, her and Ria for the women. Yeah, kind of really tied. holds
2: the record. Daily now holds the record for the longest in there, in a match.
1: Mm. And and she did it quite she did quite a lot of it without damage control. I mean like, you know, asking damage control with barely in it. Yeah, asking yeah. asking Kyrie got chucked out from, you know, um uh, f- quite a quite uh the early portion of the match, So, you know. It's
2: um Tiffany struck looked absolutely incredible. And apparently she's coming to the main roster within the next month from NXT.
1: Yeah. Uh, she's
2: out NXT at a rapid rate at the moment.
0: It's just tiffy
1: time, is it? You know what I mean? And they haven't got a Charlotte there at the moment, so, you know. It's, um, oh,
2: she's, she's the future Charlotte. Yeah. It's, um,
1: she's just
2: too good.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, I I I think I'm gonna call it an hour. I think the the women are gonna main event next year. So just after the the consistency of their Royal Rumbles compared to the men's in the past three to four years, if they don't get that spot, it's just like it's just a travesty for me. Anyway.
0: It'll be interesting, I and mean, it's, it's a lot more for me at the moment. It's, I know it's very early days. It's a lot more exciting with how that's gonna play out. Because if you look at the men's, for example. I would imagine it's going to be Gunther next year. That's where that's like the the standalone. But for the for the women's, it doesn't seem like everyone who you'd expect to have win a rumble by now—Charlotte, uh, Becky, Rhea, Bailey, etc. They already have. They've
1: done, yeah. And then yeah. it's like the next generation of next ladies coming it's
0: really up.
1: Jade Carbutt. Jade, yeah. I think it's, you know Jade Cargo probably if they build her up right. You know, in the, the run up to WrestleMania. I think Gosh, it's probably right. Um... You know, the thing that about the men's rumble that made me smile, because obviously you had Carmelo Hayes and you had Trick
2: Williams. Right. Have you noticed that originally it was supposed to be Carmelo Hayes was the main guy, Trick Williams was like, not the sidekick, but. And now Trick Williams is
1: over, like no one's business. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a massive pop in the
2: rumble. He's beloved in NXT. I think apparently he's got Triple H and HBK behind him, whereas Kamala Hayes is kind of meh, average. Like the the crowd
1: is wicked in the ring, but the crowd haven't warmed to him. I think like we'll get onto like NXT, like the Vengeance Day, whatever is coming up on Sunday, and so I think we can talk about Trick then. But yeah, I think like uh, uh, the men's final four was quite interesting. I mean, like Punk, Cody, and then uh, Gunther. Sammy and Drew. Yeah, Drew and Sammy. Yeah. Sammy, was, Sammy came back at 30, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting mix of guys who were in there. And obviously the callback with Cody kicking out, you know, chucking out Gunther. And then obviously knew, no one knew that Punk's tricep went. I mean, yeah. um, during that match. And he had that, he had that exchange for what, another 20 minutes, isn't it? I think with Cody or was it 15 or something along those lines when the last two years. It was a good chunk
2: of time, but I think um, from what I've read online and I've been listening to other podcasts, I think the plans for Seth and... um, Because obviously,
3: with Punk being injured, um, because it was was always meant to be Seth versus Punk, Mm. um, a lot of different ideas have been thrown around now, one of which I think is the best option.
2: Um triple threat, uh Seth, Drew and Sammy.
1: I think the Punk I'd have Sammy win. I think the punk promo on Raw was incredible. I think I watched it twice and I was like, damn man, that was that was deep man. There was some deep stuff in that promo. Like real real actually like, you know, real heartfelt things. You know, and you don't really hear that, that much from Punk. But not that often, anyway. So, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, he's still unrivaled on the mic, isn't he? Yeah. That can be how captivating he is. I think I like the idea of the triple threat. I think it would be good. Um, the only disappointment that I had coming out of the Rumble was... Probably there's, there was no big shock in terms of returns. Glad that people have come back from injuries, but... Uh, yeah, don't draw, they turn up. And then...
0: yeah I suppose Andrade is a pretty decent one also Bobby uh, Lashley was only in there for about a minute and then he was straight yeah. out as well which was surprising But I thought I just... Ron
1: Breaker had kind a of great showing yeah
0: that's yeah, exactly yeah. what you want for him though know, come in explosive and if it he's... is true that he he filled in for um, Lesnar's spot if that was the case because I did see a couple of reports based
1: on that yeah. um, from Fightful Select he's done about as much as you could ask given that situation yeah, and he's probably doing a better job probably than Lesnar would have because he come in and, like, you know, he's made himself pretty much. To me, anyway. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, Feta 4-Way was all right.
2: T- I don't think we're going to see Lesnar for a while. I thought that the Pat McAfee spot Oh, my Lesnar, God, that was... that was so unnecessary.
1: That it was funny, got... though.
2: No, it wasn't. It, uh, got it, got it made me Could laugh.
1: To like, any in the
2: it was it the wrestler in spot, man. It was the Booker T spot, man.
1: Listen, just leave him to. There's the, the Booker T spot, and everyone knows what it was. It's just like when he got in, and then like all was standing there, and like, you it, it made me laugh. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah,
2: Tazawa. Where was that The show the YouTube video of him picking his number out the thing. Yeah, and thought,
0: you know what they could have done, which would have they genuinely would have worked. and no one have they could have done it with our truth. Have him jump out of the ring and then come back down two spots later.
1: I think Kofi <laughs> was supposed to do one of his Kofi spots but Gunther just fucking chucked him out. Yeah. Because you see him like hanging <laughs> yeah, on to the rope, yeah? yeah? You see him hanging onto the rope and he's trying to like, you know, position himself or something and then next to you know, boom, oh, Kofi, you're on the floor, mate. Yeah, I think I do like as well. Um, the other guys are from Gunther's world. Well. Ludwig. Oh, uh, Ludwig. Yeah, Ludwig.
0: Oh. Uh, Ludwig's I think I think he's Oh, right, just I think give it a couple of years. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be adverse if Gunther moves into that upper echelon so he's going for the world title. Man, I wouldn't be opposed to having them two go at it for the Intercontinental title.
3: Mm. I've got a feeling that they're saving Ilya Dragunov for the IC title and taking mm. it off Gunther. If I'm honest, mm, yeah, not a bad shot actually.
1: I thought the third or fourth was alright. I enjoyed the finish. I think uh, like the, that was
2: my worst match of the night, if I'm honest.
1: I like the finish than the actual match. You know, I think the finish was quite interesting. Like AJ kind of bouncing off the top rope and then obviously taking the spear. And then the US title match was good. I'm just surprised they kept the title on um, Logan Paul. But I suppose it is WrestleMania season. So I LA Knights
2: taking that off in McMania.
3: Yeah, but I'm they've gonna... still
1: got that story with KO to finish, ain't it? Because technically he didn't. KO technically didn't lose, did he? He just got. Caught they can him. finish
2: at Elimination Chamber, but that that I think the US title staying on Logan, and then that's gonna be huh. LA Knight's reward for getting over the way he did. Yeah, oh, no, but... twelve months.
1: Yeah, I guess. Oh, I've been enjoy- enjoying LA Knight.
2: It's I love LA Knight but he's not going to be World
1: Heavyweight Champion well he might do you don't know but if he goes to Raw probably if he stays on Smackdown I don't think there's not um, many people taking the title off Roman unfortunately
2: for me um, as
0: much as I love LA Knight I think he's always going to be one of them people and you get him every so often that they're going to be better without the belt chasing the belt is where they're kind of where their niche is
1: yeah it's like the whole Night thing in New Japan is like Or Kenny Omega. Yeah, the better chasing belts. The chase is
0: better than the rain. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But what you've just said as well about Elimination Chamber, I think...
1: Yeah, so how do they they book the Elimination Chamber now? Because everything's all up in the air. I mean, like, I enjoyed Seth's promo with Cody as well because it kind of brought up some home truths. I mean, the whole Hollywood Hogan belt versus the Dusty belt, I thought that was a very interesting point. It did,
2: but I don't think that's going to (laughs) change Cody's mind.
1: You don't know with the booking, and it it's. it's well, next... No, because
2: there's no one else who's. I
1: think I think the set, the set, for people to call their shot will be, the week before elimination chamber. So you kind of know, who's going for what at elimination chamber, then, and what they're fighting for.
2: There's only <laughs> one person who can take that belt off range. It's Cody. That's it. No one else is believable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I think. Carry on, sorry.
2: So I was just you know, touching back on the,
0: the the elimination chamber. I think yeah. it's it's damage limitation in terms of if they did want to get the belt off somebody without making them look weak. So like Gunther, for example, he's in a situation where I like the idea of Dragon to come across and because it's just gonna like skyrocket that person into like the stratosphere if they beat him in a one on one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But then
3: I think realistically, I've got feel gonna a feeling he's going to be the women's. I think they'll be one of the women's titles. And then probably, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the
0: US title. Because it gives Logan a chance to do a couple of high spots, which he's known for probably somewhere how Owens gets screwed out of uh,
1: out of winning. Do they the... do that in the Elimination Chamber with, like, you know, Australia and, like, getting people over? <laughs> and I think it's probably going to be someone... I wouldn't be... Can you remember when... Um... Shawn Michaels was chasing the
0: Undertaker for a WrestleMania match and he come out at the yeah, of the bottom of the chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that with um, his brother, Jay paul He's not on the roster, not really doing much. He can fly wherever he wants to. It just gives another aspect to that story. But I do
1: see that it's going to be them two at WrestleMania. Surely it has to be. I think they're going to put on a lot of Aussie people on there because it's... You know, like I heard she's Rhea's main eventing. The high, high of the night. Yeah, she's the main eventing. Yeah, she's yeah. main eventing, yeah. So, you know. you also
0: got Grayson Waller and Emma.
1: No, Emma's gone. you got Grayson Waller and you got Bronson Reed, I think. Uh yeah, Bronson Reed. Yeah, Waller's probably going to be on there, isn't he? So, I think them are the main 3 innit I can think of from the top of my head. Uh, uh, just a side note, it's nice to see Pete Young being Pete Dunn. that's all that's what I'm going to say is like, the music changed a little bit but it's kind of like you know still the same but it's great to see him just finally get to be himself innit? and hopefully he kind of gets over I, do you think I do like him beating up pretty deadly as well
0: I'm, sure I'm just worried that the butch character's done too much damage to him
1: <sighs> I know yeah it's the whole rehabbing somebody and it takes a little while and it. I guess we'll and see, and it, it seems when, you know, when you come out as Pete then and the crowd were kind of like, you know, crowd were chatting Bruiser a bit, so it's you know, I, think, I suppose it's a, I guess it's will wait and see what happens, isn't it? So he, in the mess. Yeah, so like, we got uh vengeance day on Sunday, and it looks like Trick Williams is doing double duty. Yeah. So he's doing the, the tag team title match which I don't think he's going to win that because no. I don't think he's going to come yeah. in as a like a, the Dusty Rhodes classic winner to the main event but then does no, that but, but, now, but does that hurt him in the main event? Nah So You could would, have a screw
2: finish you could have like, to be honest you could have Carmella Hayes take the pin
3: Yeah Do you have it that something
2: happens in the tag match where Kamala Hayes loses or they
0: lose because of something and then Kamala Hayes comes into to costing the title
2: in the match yeah I don't see Dragunov dropping it
1: unfortunately well it might so basically you got like the story of like Hayes and Dragunov still don't you and then it's like kind of like you can have that like, screwy finish and then obviously it leads to a three way but I don't know it's whatever happens in that first match is going to probably lead into the main event isn't it so yeah I think
2: think things are going to get changed around because I think that Carmelo is going up to the main roster. I don't think he's ready yet because the fans aren't behind him enough. Whereas Trick Williams, on the other hand, I think you could bring up and
1: push. Yeah, but you don't want to... If he's in NXT, I would like him to be like NXT champion for a bit. You know what I mean? Not a not a yeah. long run, but then it's like, you, do you take the belt of dragon off that quickly? It's a bit of an That's, odd one.
2: It, I just want to get to dragon off versus Gunther, because I'm a massive dragon off fan, so I'm
1: I I'm very torn. And you got a, you got the Roxy versus Valkyria, but I don't think Valkyria is losing the title. Nah, I don't know who Femi is. I haven't watched it in a while. Is the new North American
2: uh champion? Dude's a beast. Is he? Yeah, I yeah, haven't watched good.
1: him. To be honest. Dude is a beast. I know he's facing Dragon Lee. I've seen Dragon Lee, so... Dragon Lee's
2: going
1: to get fucked up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, the Obviously, we touched on Trick and Dragon Off, so whatever happens in the... Oh,
2: and you've also got,
1: um... you got the family match, I think, like... To Tony D'Angelo in a six-man tag against... Uh, OTM.
2: No, you got, um...
0: The DQ match as well. Yeah, Dijak. Joe Gacy and yeah. Gacy, Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't mind Gacy, man. I don't mind Jack. I think Jack's bread and butter to become these, like, DQ street fights, innit? it?
2: I'm a fan of Gacy, um, so I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, um, it should be all right, Sean. should be all right. should be okay. Gacy,
2: in my opinion, has got... He's got something. Like, he's it's almost like a Wyatt family type thing but it's not quite there yet
0: mm. yeah. but he's got but there's something there yeah, exactly what I was just going to say he's, he, he's got that he's got that charisma obviously Wyatt is on a different category to everyone yeah. but he's in that He's he's got that charisma that can create something as close to that as you probably ever get now mm. and which is to kind of exactly what you're looking for he's just got like a, he's got such a, like, a sinister way about you everything's so calculated that i'm really impressed like i really like watching when he's on tv it's great Uh, i just think it's there's something there and i think over the next couple of years it'll it's 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 got
2: it's gonna be one extreme or the other it's either gonna it's gonna click and then it's gonna you know take you know it's gonna be huge or it'll fizzle out it's it's so oh it's weird to watch
0: I think it's just from what you said there, and it, it feels, correct me if I'm wrong, a little bit how I feel about it is I think we're so used to people being so unbelievable and just not getting utilized or not having their chance that anyone that comes across like you or like a trick Williams or when you said Camilla Hayes just like he's so good at what he does and is like he's not quite ready for the main roster, my initial thought was He's going to come up to the main roster and he's either going to get put in with Lashley, or he's going to get put in with MVP, and he's not going to get given a chance to grow. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they give people that platform to so develop. Now that essentially things are starting to change for the better.
1: Yeah, but you well, need you need the the clickness with the crowd, isn't it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, but you still need he that. you still need time for the people to click though it's not just a thing of you get over within like seven days or you know oh, no, I, no 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 i, I completely agree or like two months yeah, or whatever no, no. i mean it's it is sometimes it can be a long run but some people just have that initial sometimes spark in yeah, it like, organic. yeah you know, so like, like you know like tricks it's <laughs> like you know judgment day in the beginning wasn't like the biggest thing but then obviously it took them in like you know the whole of 2023 to become the biggest thing that was going in the company so it's uh oh
2: yeah i suppose when they come in they were like yeah we you know we're as big as the bloodline and everyone's like no you're not and now it's like okay pretty much are. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah they're
1: like you know they're oppo- not i wouldn't say opposing force to the bloodline but they're on the same level you know what i mean they took raw like obviously they're the like, main attraction for raw and it and obviously the bloodline smackdown but obviously then you know they go in between each other whatever. but i think it's uh hopefully they get you know the time to grow and showcase what they can do because this, and then obviously it takes Clicking with the crowd, obviously, it took me for ten years to become a babyface. Over ten years, so you know that's through hard work and perseverance, and you know keep grinding. So I hope you know I think the next crop will get over a lot more quickly than you know the people in the early two thousand and tens did because I think Triple H will give them that breath to you know work. Well,
2: they've got a card coming in soon, so you know. Yeah, sure.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> interesting very very the most probably one of the biggest shocks in japanese wrestling history for a long time uh i don't know he's 50 50 for me because he's worked with all the top people in aew and he knows them personally and you know he's got a relationship with the box and kenny so you know
2: yeah. but his mentor and he said he
1: wants to have a match at Wrestlemania yeah see people can say <clears> that it's like the whole Will Ospreay with Seth Rollins you know what I mean I want to have a match with Seth no. Rollins and next thing you know he's turned up that like revolution so I think the cutoff point because his revolution is March 3rd isn't it yeah so if you're here we've got a in the you know the next coming weeks we've got a top star coming in like they did with Ospreay you know, it kind of might telegraph it or they might just leave it as a surprise, ain't it? So... I worried, you did. I think it's too big for AEW. I really do. Um, I know
0: and do and do that's not brave. me taking a dig at AEW he <laughs> is too big.
1: But there's a lot of people saying like he's starting he's gonna start in NXT and which is dumbfounds me. that like, and I understand that you it's a different style and it's a different you know, the WD is a different place to work. But like him starting NXT, like he's the greatest big match wrestler I've ever seen in my lifetime. Like, Yeah. I'm talking big match, you know. But every time there's a big match, it's never not delivered. So it's a
0: genuine question. Cause I'm not sure how good is his English like when he speaks. He...
1: Uh, when I, I met him, it, it wasn't a big, too a bad. Big
3: selling point for WWE.
1: I think when I met him, it wasn't too bad. Mm. It was okay. It was a. Uh... He enjoys Jaffa cakes, so if you ever meet him, I, I just saw that out there. He left them on the table, like, so... But everybody who took a picture with him, my Jaffa Cakes were there, so... Uh, that's just a little tidbit. Just, um He seems okay with English, I think, because he spent some time in America in TNA, remember, as... Small yeah. Joe's understudy, so... Well, technically, so, you know, it's, um. Either way, I just hope he gets what what he's worth, you know what I mean? Because obviously he's... A, oh, he'll you know, get what he's worth, even if he goes to NXT first. He's, he's mar- you know, him, but married, he's got a kid, you know. I think the, a lot of the decision probably was based around, you know... I think he's done everything he can do in New Japan, to be honest. I don't think there's much else he can do. It's all that Sorry. Do you reckon there was any animosity with him leaving New Japan? Or do you reckon it was, uh, you know, they understood and whatever... I his character has been such a big feature
0: in that company for so many years. I think they've got to accept that eventually. Not that he's going to go where the money is, but he's got experience. Everyone wants to be a part of WrestleMania. And he's someone that he can... I think we spoke about it offline before. and it's like, He could come in at number one in the Rumble, number 30 in the Rumble, could come in in the Raw after WrestleMania. Whatever point you to interject him into like the, the weekly showing we it it'd be a huge deal. Even if you was to go on to NXT and just run through the roster for two, three months to get accustomed to that wrestling style and then move into the main roster. There's just the amount of hype that would be around it. You'd have people tune in every day. Like he, he could come on the the January first episode or draw the first one that shows on um
3: Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. For their like New Year's Day. It's just okay. every aspect of that would have everyone tuned in and did have everyone tuned in
0: for weeks and weeks and weeks in anticipation to see through. Like every show that I've watched of AEW recently, it kind of touches the point I made where I think it's too big for them. The crowd just seem to be dwindling more and more, the product is dwindling more and more. They had such a massive amount of talent on the roster that they became very close to being like wcw in 97 98 when they just it was bloated and every match that i've watched recently and the pay-per-views i've watched the storylines just don't seem the in-ring wrestling's always going to be great because they've got great talent but it's just it just becomes a little bit of a chore to watch like yeah. you're watching it consistently a little bit like wrestling or well, say wrestling like raw got to um, like a period of time ago it's not something that i'm sitting there Hangings to way Like, we all know that I stay up and watch them live, like, the events. Not a single one of the AEW ones recently I've stayed up and watched. I've caught it the next day. Whereas WWE, I've stayed and I've watched it live.
1: Yeah. To be honest, I've really fallen behind with AEW recently. It's not one. It's not that I don't want to watch it. It's just, <sighs> just, just having the time to kind of, like... Because they've got so many shows now as well. They've got, like, three shows a week. And then you're in a pay per view every like. I did like so many pay per views as well. It feels a lot more bloated. I think when they were had they only had four pay per views, I think it was a lot more exciting. Even though the pay per views that I did last year were brilliant, it's just uh, I think the whole Sting last match thing is kind of like you know uh, going to have a lot of eyeballs on it. Uh, I for, do want to uh, say yeah. one thing about
2: Okada, and to be fair, he even touched upon this himself at the moment he's 36 years old right, he said he goes he's in his absolute prime and that's why he wants, one of the reasons is why he wants to move elsewhere so that he can, he doesn't want to just like go through the motions in New Japan, and he says he goes I very easily could now, a 36 year old Okada is worth I don't know, what's a high salary for a wrestler, I'd say about 7 mil probably like Roman Reigns money, let's call it 7 mil, 5 mil for Randy Orton, say. Now, a 36-year-old Okada is worth 5 mil. If he goes to AEW, let's say he goes for four years, Tony Khan pays him a fortune, a 40-year-old Okada, not in his prime, who's been beaten down through, I don't know, matches with probably, well, inevitably, Daniel Bryan, Omega, Moxley, how much value is there in a 40-year-old Acada? if WWE want to snatch him up now is the time and they are aware of that and so is Okada that's why I've got I've got a genuine feeling I don't think it's 50-50 I think it's 60-40 you wanna and, add? I, and I think he's going WWE but that could be me being hopeful but I don't think it's 50-50 it's
1: just you know the thing that kind of like throws me off that is the map talent from new japan that has gone to AEW in the past what year not even that you know what i mean not many of them are getting well used i've poached up pretty much a lot of people from there and i think it's because of like they've worked together before but they haven't worked together on american an american stage so i like i said it's interesting to see where the where he does end up, and if he does end up in WWE, either way, I'm not, I'm not gonna be disappointed where he does end up. Do you know what I mean? And oh, I think because th-
2: well, either way, he's coming to America, which means that his matches are gonna be more easily accessible. So it's a win for wrestling fans because you can watch his matches easier.
1: Yeah, yeah and I think oh. New Japan will be fine because they've had these talent raids for what flipping since 2015, and they've always survived. It's just. Uh, building up that next, you know, talent that are out there. I mean, they've got a lot of foreign talent, like Gabe Kid. I think Gabe Kid's going to be a one to watch in the next five to six years. I think yeah, it, unbelievable. They yeah. do take the time
2: building them up in
1: New Japan, to be fair. Yeah, so I think, like, it's not even that. I think in five years' time, <laughs> we'll be talking about Gabe Kid, Kind of, like, moving to, like, you know, America or, you know, I think he's one to Circle in the in like this year's calendar if you're like you know not even a casual new japan fan just like you know just a, a fan of wrestling i think he's gonna put on a 2024 is gonna be his year in japan cool yeah i think we've covered everything unless anything anybody's got anything else to add yeah, i'm all good great to great to be back great to be talking about wrestling it's been fun yeah. Um apologise for anybody who does decide to listen and at the beginning a little bit kind of uh, out of place as we are very much out of practice yeah but just working out of the kinks unfortunately yeah just working out of the kinks it's been about a year and a bit I think it's like 2022 so yeah it's been a long time but yeah like I said I think I'll just Maybe do the all the pay-per-views or maybe come back yeah. like, semi-regularly. We try to make it as
2: regular as we can. I mean, we're, we're busy, but we want to make an effort to, you know, do this because we enjoy it. And like I said, it is going to be getting a uh, rename, a rebrand of sorts. Uh, it is going to be
1: all three of us uh, going forward, so... Yeah. yeah. Um. Happy New Year, by the way. I know it's too yes. late. Uh, happy but, uh, New Year. I know it's late, but, you know... Uh, i just was going to give a quick shout-out to the Wrestle Kingdom show as well. I thought that was... It was a good show from, like, top to bottom. It always is, though. So doesn't disappoint, does it? Like my new year starts when Wrestle Kingdom starts, so, yeah.
2: Mine does with Rumble, so, like...
1: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, enjoy the ride, and um, I'll uh, upload this as soon as possible, and uh, I'll see you out uh, and about. Soon. Sam, pleasure
3: as always, fellas.
1: Yeah. See you later, I'll catch man. you soon, man. Yeah. Take care. Take
3: care. Bye bye.